0: Welcome to Slow and Steady, the podcast where you get to follow along as we figure out how to build and run a SaaS. I'm Benedict, And I'm Brian. Each week, we'll give you an honest
1: peek into our lives as we work on our products and keep the lights on by selling bikes on Craigslist. Today is September 1st, and I am feeling resilient.
0: This is episode number 56, and I'm refactoring things.
1: <laughs> uh you kind of broke the rules there how is how is refactoring things making you feel (laughs) Uh, (laughs) i i enjoy refactoring
0: things (laughs) good deal what are your what are you uh what are you refactoring specifically um uh, as i said like i'm working on the the new company's filtering feature yep and i decided to just like refactor data filter UI um, and the filter like the 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 underlying language that is sent back and forth between the server and the client because like adding new complex filter types like like this like stuff that's nested in a company for a uh, particular user always was like it was super hard to build those especially in the in the UI and I decided to just rip it out, rebuild it from scratch. I already had a prototype that I that I started working on in, in January, so I had a new idea how to do this, and I decided this was the time to just like to go get for rid it. of it and yeah, like rebuild it from scratch with the same functionality, but like mm-hmm. way 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 cleaner code. And um, yeah, it, it's working out. Like um, I was able to basically basically rebuild all existing filter types within the last two days nice. uh, wow. and previously they took like yeah. a week each or something yeah. like that yeah
1: <laughs> nice man so yeah, yeah
0: successful uh it's a nice job yeah and i hope like i hope Having like cleaner code and simpler code makes it easier. To just like add way more filter types in the future. Mm -hmm. Um, Like filter by who's active in what campaign or stuff like that. Yeah, Um, There's a couple of things that we don't do. And I shied away from implementing them because so far it's been like, it's been a nightmare. Yeah, tough.
1: (laughs) I I was getting ready to ask that. Are there things that people have asked for or that, you know, (laughs) that you and Jane know that you need to provide, but you're like, ugh, that's seriously. Yeah.
0: Like, for the most part, it's it's okay. Like we don't get that many requests for stuff. Mm-hmm. But there's so much like there's so much we could do, but because yeah, you had so, yeah, even, you store yeah. so many attributes and things. Yeah, we, right. we store so many data and uh, um so yeah. It it made sense to clean this up uh, to be on a better position for the future. And especially as this is like this component is reused like throughout the entire applications in multiple multiple um, occasions like mm-hmm. for segments for filtering the user list for dis- uh, specifying rules on messages to specify triggers like it's basically everywhere so it made sense to to improve this so we can yes. we can iterate on it in the future. Yeah.
1: Cool man how was your what how are was you? last week? No like you we you were welcome back. You were <laughs> Thank week. you. How how yeah. was everything?
0: Uh, I enjoyed your solo episode, uh, and especially could relate to your, your struggles with uh, keyword research and stuff like that. I, yeah. I think I'm in the same boat. I still haven't fully figured it out. Yes. I mean, I'm looking at those lists, but like hmm, this, this is a popular search term, but it doesn't make any sense. What should I write for this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so yeah, could totally relate to that uh, struggle. Um, but like my vacation was nice. Um, stayed away from things for most of the week. I think we did one call with Asia during the week, which was which I attended. But other than that, I stayed away, and it was nice to see that stuff was happening without me. <laughs> uh, Jane published, I think, six or seven new pages on the website within a day um so cool. uh, this was super exciting to yeah, see like right. for one like that there's progress and for another that she's um she's comfortable working with the new yeah. website setup and yeah. it's actually more productive than before and that's that's exciting that point <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah i had my uh, to be honest i had a little bit of doubt my my doubts uh, about this because like it's a super technical setup now but Apparently, she's able to handle it, and uh, yeah. everything's going smooth. So, yeah. it's nice. On, so, what, what, are you, what have you been up to? Uh, selling um. bikes? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we've been emptying out the <laughs> garage and stuff.
1: I have a stack of bikes that I just need to get sold. Um, yeah. And so, that was just me committing to getting those sold on Craigslist this week. Um, yeah, I got some. I got some good feedback on, you know, my you know, SEO questions from last week. I think, um, uh, it, yeah, it's it does still feel, I, I still feel like I'm, I am haven't completely cracked it. One thing I don't think I discussed on the episode, um, but that is, is you know, kind of a good example of what feels confusing about it, is if you go to lattice.com, um, I mean, this company has raised I, I think, tens of millions of dollars, um, which is not necessarily an indicator of a successful business. I mean, we're talking to bootstrappers here, but they have certainly demonstrated that this is a, a market with a very high, um, very high upside, obviously. And If you go to Lattice.com, um, their H1 is develop engaged and high performing teams, even when everyone is remote. Cool okay they are going after different types of accounts than i am but to me it it's it sort of indicates there is a uh and and they are one of many culture amp tiny pulse know your team etc etc like uh uh, yeah go to captera and look for employee engagement category and like it's very deep so the the category exists i know it exists um and then, but if you look at you know their uh, their title tags, people management, uh, pipe, performance and engagement software. But then, if 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 like you use the tools, the uh, you know Ahrefs or Mangles, whatever, and you look at those search terms, people management, um, perform. What was the other one? Performance and engagement software. The volume isn't huge. Um. And so I was talking to, I talked to a couple people this week, um, and each of them were kind of saying, yeah, I don't don't know. It almost looks like, you know, there are people that are searching for this topic, employee engagement, et cetera, et cetera. It just doesn't look like there are enough people searching for tools to solve this. So I don't know. Like, you know, nobody was coming out and saying, I don't think you have a market, but it certainly doesn't look like, you know, high organic demand. And so so t- so two things that I just need to continue to do some to do some research and dig in on um you know that it could be true that there's just not a lot of organic traffic for this and culture amp tiny pulse and lattice and office 5 those companies have you know big sales forces okay that could be true um could also be that you know, there's just the the You know the what what is it that that the funnel is going to be? Oh, dang, I'm not going to be able to focus on those uh, those transactional keywords because there's just not enough volume there, and it really is going to be a a long road of informational content at the very top, and then walking them through to eventually, you know, giving giving headlamp a try. Um. Anyway, I guess, yeah. So to, you know, to, to summarize, I, I still feel like I'm missing something because the largest players in this area seem to be focusing on terms that just don't, they don't, don't look like they have a ton of volume. So I don't, I don't know. I'm still, I'm still trying mm-hmm. to put the puzzle pieces together.
0: That's like, it's always the question, like, are they, like, they are big, but do they know the game? Like, do they know what they're doing? <laughs> I, I definitely want to, I mean,
1: I want to say that I have and, and continue to, you know, hold to the philosophy, you know, don't copy what your competitors are doing because you don't know everything that's going on behind the scenes. So yeah. I'm, I'm not trying to say I'm going to copy all of those things. But there is, there is something to be said for, you know, competitive research. And, mm-hmm. you know, when these companies have a couple thousand customers, Slack, Reddit, and Asana, and, and like, historically, um, I know that there is, there is a very large market of businesses who are concerned about culture, company culture and employee engagement and leveling up their managers um but it just it is really starting to smell like a lot of direct sales (laughs) Mm -hmm. um or yeah or channel partnerships um so that's uh that's where that's where that's at anyway um and i i actually have i have two decent leads on the whole channel partnership thing two of my you know old friends who are still in that industry at separate companies i'm um, like talking with them through you know uh possibilities of licensing or white labeling or hey if you get you know clients that's kind of like not necessarily a great fit you know send them send them my way so we'll we'll see i'm um, just still kind of exploring different places where i might be able to tap into what sale. do
0: you mean by by channel partnerships like just like as you said like asking friends to send over
1: also well, i mean I have, our leads or something? I two, two friends who are senior vp's of sales at you know this uh, at other companies within this employee mm-hmm. engagement industry um and so that i mean they're selling to you know fortune 500 companies and they're mm-hmm. selling total reward and recognition systems, you know, the
0: whole, mm-hmm.
1: the whole package. Yeah. Okay. yeah
0: makes sense. Um, you know, and. Hmm. So it sounds like, I mean, you could be right that this is all very direct sales yeah. driven. Um, I'm wondering if there maybe is an opportunity and, like going to like a different niche of the market, like not the Fortune 500, but like more like the SMBs. That's but uh, they yeah. are probably not problem aware or not not even solution aware. Right. So the the challenge there is probably to yeah get them aware yeah. of the problem and then be the first tool they think about.
1: Yes. Yeah, I think you're. Yeah, you you summarized it. You summarized it very well there. That yes, there is a, there's a lot of demand up market where, you know, businesses yeah. that are, you know, a hundred employees and more have HR departments and their entire job is to focus on it, uh, on this problem. Mm-hmm. Um, but they're going to be looking for an enterprise level solution, yeah. Yeah. which I don't want to yeah. provide, yeah. uh, at least not at first. And so, yeah, that's, yeah, there's like, there's a tagline of like, founders who care about culture use headlamp, or founders who care about their people use headlamp. There's something, there's something in there where it's like, you, your, your company is not. Big enough yet to warrant an entire HR department who focuses strictly and solely on this problem. But you are the type of founder or you are the type of founding team that doesn't only care about your product. You don't only care about, you know, code. You really want to have a great company. You want to build a great culture. And that you that type of founder cares about their people's well-being from the get-go. And this is a tool that'll help you do that. Mm-hmm. And so, and that'll probably, that'll land with some people, but you're totally right that they're probably not, yeah, God, they're probably not starting out there mm-hmm. thinking about that every single week. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I'm kind of depressing myself here.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's hard to, it's hard to, to identify a, a pain they might be Looking to solve there in a way,
1: yeah. Well, yeah.
0: Especially, I mean, sure. There is there there is a pain, but like they probably don't think there's a. They're probably not looking for a tool right away.
1: Hmm. Because it's the sort of thing that you would you want to be proactive about. Yeah, Um, and maybe it. You know, when does it? When does it flare up? Like when do? When do they? When do they realize it when they lose a really great employee through burnout or mm-hmm. they lose them to, you know, another company that just has like a better workplace culture, Yeah, um, which more yeah. Talented people can do just, you know, um, hmm. okay. Well, anyway, man, that's, <laughs> that's where, <laughs> uh, that's where I'm at on all of, on all of that. I'm, I'm definitely, uh, yeah, feeling okay, yeah, that's that's part of the challenge. Um but I'm I'm super I I believe very 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 strongly that there is a space in mm-hmm. that market for a small team to build a very comfortable business. I yeah. I I, I actually I know that that's true. Um because it's me. Because it's do- it's done. So mm-hmm. I need to figure out like where is my like what's my messaging and positioning, and what is my how do I get to that niche of of
0: uh, of best fit. Is there, is there maybe a way to reduce scope a little bit with your product? Like mm-hmm. instead of solving employee engagement, mm-hmm. maybe focus on building a good tool for one-on-one meetings or something like that. Like, get it more into, like, something, a concrete action that people might be might be doing or want to start and then uh, provide a good tool for that. Yeah. Just like, so not fully thought through, but
1: um, yeah, I'm just okay. reduce
0: scope, basically.
1: <laughs> yes. To, to answer the question, reducing scope? Yes. For sure. Um, but what I'm leaning towards right now, what I've actually even started doing is not in focusing on one-on-one meetings, but actually in mm-hmm. just ripping them out of the product completely because mm-hmm. nobody, maybe one person, <laughs> um, has been like, "Oh yeah, I love that." Um, everybody, oh, okay, hey, the check-in thing—that's pretty. That's pretty intriguing. Mm-hmm. And, f- and in fact, like the, you know, I got an email. Um, from someone that I've been, you know, going back and forth with for a while about it, and they were like, you know, we're not going to move over. We're with Know Your Team. We've been with them forever. We're on this amazing, you know, legacy plan, and plus we have all our content in there. Uh, however, the check-ins feature is intriguing, and that's something that we don't get from Know Your Team. Mm-hmm. Not enough to switch, but that's intriguing. And so there was something about that that's like, okay, on the one hand, cool. I'm, I'm not going to get them to switch but could I get them to add on? And then the counterpoint of that is, I don't want to be an add on. Um, I need to be like, I need to be the thing. You know, when they, when they are thinking about, we're making sure that our team is connected and we're not going to be caught off guard when somebody quits or burns out. Headlamp is the thing that does it not Hmm. know your team is the thing that does it and then we have this cool little like red yellow green product over here i think it's called headlamp i want them to be Mm -hmm. like headlamp is the thing that makes sure our people are sticking around Mm -hmm. and so Hmm. there's a there's a balance in there that i've that i've got to figure out um
0: but maybe maybe being an add-on is a good way to start like it doesn't have to be the end goal but I, I in in my mind i keep coming back to your like initial version with the slack integration yeah um yeah maybe that wasn't the best uh, the worst of ideas like just like just make the check-in thing um maybe not exclusively for slack that's probably not a good idea but like um use what you have at the slack integration on top of it and then get yourself into the slack add-ons marketplace and use that as a first step to to conquer that bigger problem yeah yeah
1: i I think you're i think you're onto something there the the thing that that has in common with the other sort of i think product realization um in terms of getting over this barrier is you know building the meetings a piece of it and showing people you know you it'll you know you can co-create agendas and it'll track your takeaways from one meeting to the next, et cetera, et cetera. Um, Isn't like, look at, look at what this will help you do. But all of the, the, that thing um, that asks you to just, to do work, to keep doing, it's like to log into the app and add things to it and add things to it and add things to it. And I'm, I'm trying to figure out, Oh, actually what Headlamp needs to do is make it so that you almost never do anything except for, you know, Mm -hmm. answer something in Slack, type something in, and then the manager gets a weekly report automatically generated to their email address. They never even log into the application. Mm -hmm. And that is how it beats these other more fully featured things is not by doing more, but by keeping you from doing almost anything. Yeah. So I think you're, You're spot on with the going, rethinking the Slack integration, um, narrowing the scope, and seeing seeing if that sticks somewhere.
0: Do these uh, these bigger platforms do they have marketplaces and stuff like that? The
1: like the other competitors, you mean?
0: Yeah, the 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 bigger competitors. Like, is there a way to build an add on for one of those? Yeah
1: not mm. not that not that I've not that I've seen anyway yeah, none yeah. of the ones that I've mentioned so far um
0: in this episode like
1: and and I can't even yeah see them. Yeah. yeah no, not at all
0: hmm. yeah fair enough but I mean that that might have been a also a a good starting point like yep. just like Built yeah. this one thing as an add-on for mm-hmm. this larger platform. But mm-hmm. they're probably not really platforms at this point, right? No.
1: No. No. But that I mean what you're what you're describing there is the like there's a an analogy to how um, I'm talking with my two friends at these, you know, huge companies is basically I mean, their quote platform being their sales team and their you know uh, menu mm-hmm. list of solutions. And one of those solutions is, oh hey, this this company looks like a really good fit for Headlamp. Let's pitch them a Headlamp. Um, you know, like that's the that's the analogy. So mm-hmm. no. not nearly as scalable as you know dropping <laughs> into a platform, um, but early on, you know, it might it might lead to some interesting. Some interesting yeah. Feel. yeah yeah cool well, that's that's me man what uh got a couple other things but we can come back to if there's time but i want to hear more about your what do you what are you uh what are you up to this week
0: yeah so uh besides like working on the new features um yesterday we had one of those situations where someone re- well they they didn't really request a feature but it was like hmm if we can make this customer happy that might be beneficial to us like they might mm-hmm. be they may be a good customer or might even mm-hmm. be um uh, a good like um well how do you say it? Like, a good friend of user list that <laughs> An evangelist. talks about it and evangelist yeah that's what i was saying um and it once again was the situation where you're thinking like, hmm, okay, I have this focus, like with all the, the, the companies tracking stuff, like this is our main focus right now. And we should probably just like ignore everything else. But what if? Like what if we make this one customer happy by adding this one feature that we have on the roadmap, anyways? Maybe we should reprioritize and like do this now and uh, yeah, like seize the opportunity. Then, yeah, it's just like, ah, I don't find this, like I don't have a good answer to this. It's always, it it happens from, from, well, let's say once per month that something comes up where like, hmm, this could be interesting. But on the other hand, I have other priorities and there's always the temptation to just throw everything away (laughs) and do this new thing, the new shiny thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Most of the time, I resist and just like stay focused on what I'm already doing, but like there's always like even weeks after there's always this. Hmm, what if I yeah had done this or whatever? Yeah, and uh, it just drives me crazy. And I I ran it on th- about this on Twitter a little bit, and um, yeah, looks like a couple people <laughs> feel the pain even mm. 15 years into it. They don't have it, still don't have it figured out um but uh, there was also some good like advice on this um uh for example Michelle Hansen um, of GeoCodio recommended that well for one day have like a rating system um for the new features so they basically figure out like what's what features are requested by most people and where's like where's the highest impact and then they focus yep. on those um and the other one, Um, was uh, Alex from ChitBit, who who was like, yeah, and this was a funny one. Like, the features or the things that had the biggest impact on our company were never requested by our customers. (laughs) Cool. (laughs) And that made me hmm, reconsider a lot of things. (laughs) Um, But then again, Michelle was like, yeah, everything we do is somewhat rooted in like conversations with customers. So yeah. it sounds like listen to your customers, but don't listen to your customers. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, you know,
1: product management and prioritization is really, really hard. And especially being early, like extremely early stage, like we are, it's, I think it's a, I don't know. I mean uh it's it's probably a liability to try to focus too much on making it a science because when you're early on, you know, little things really can have exponential impact.
0: Yeah, but how do you know which of those little things is the one you should yeah. be focusing on? <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, and especially like um uh, how little is that little thing actually when you when you work on it because yeah. Sometimes it's like this big rabbit hole that you it looks tiny and then suddenly it goes deeper and deeper and deeper and you're totally distracted and not focusing on the, the other important thing that you at some point thought was the was the way to go. Yeah. I I mean it's
1: it's definitely a fair amount of art. I think that what's helpful for me anyway when I'm like trying to be disciplined enough to think through that stuff is to have at least some kind of a framework to think about it through. And uh, RICE, R-I-C-E, is one that I Mm -hmm. like reach, impact, confidence, and effort um, to, you know, and if, if any of those throws up a major red flag, then it's, you know, it's worth pausing for a little bit. But if something comes along and it ticks all those boxes, you know, then yeah, yeah, it <laughs> might be worth it. Might be worth adjusting, you know, being nimble and using your mm. using your flexibility as the advantage that it is.
0: Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. But there's there's no algorithm for this.
0: Yeah, that's not. I, I have a feeling there's no no simple answer to this. Uh, trust uh-huh. your gut, more or less, I guess. <laughs> and for I mean, totally for as many people as
1: we'll talk about how valuable customer interviews are and they absolutely are that that's just gonna help bubble up a couple other conversations where people like no i I, like i had this instinct and followed it to the end and boom like yeah okay yeah for
0: sure yeah yeah sure that happens (laughs) (laughs) i guess what i got out of the conversations on twitter is that instead of listening to like feature requests like people asking for specific features ignore those but like listen to the problems they have and uh, the things they struggle with and then um build a solution for that and not in a way that like how they request it but how you think is the best for everyone totally um and in a way that's already what what we were doing um but yeah sometimes those opportunities just come along and you wonder um, mm-hmm. What to do about those, and it's not even—it's not just limited to to features or, or product like development, but also like marketing opportunities, co-promotion, like yeah, all the things that you could do and like invest some time in, and then yeah, some of them <laughs> might work, and some of them might be a waste of time, but you never know before. Uh, like it's just man. yeah. <laughs> it's, uh...
1: it's just a never-ending cycle and circle isn't it yeah yeah for sure for some reason we've decided to to do this on purpose (laughs) (laughs) yeah
0: (laughs) what else what else you got um yeah that's about it um as i've been out last week there's not much not much new stuff to report so Yeah, cool. Hopefully, there will be a better update next week from me. (laughs) No, it's great. The
1: uh, last thing that I'm going to try to commit to having out um, before the next time we record is what I'd ask about you or asked you about um, on Slack the other day. Just trying to put up like demo.headlamp.team that anybody can (laughs) go to and they're basically logged in as a manager, um, so that they can see you know a fully populated instance. somebody on um, talking to a a prospect about getting their company set up so that he can show it to his manager. So he Mm -hmm. wanted to use it, but he has to pitch it to his manager. Yeah. um, I was like, yeah, completely. totally, I can get the account set up for you and, you know, give me everybody's names and can make it look like ready to go. And then it immediately became clear. "Ah, There's nothing to demo. Like it's completely empty because until you've got some weeks of history, um there's just not much there mm-hmm. okay so to really show the value here people need to demo to in or need to log into a fleshed out like a full account that's been act, quote active for you know several months yeah oh so you gave me some advice on how i should set that up um and i'm gonna get try and get that get that pushed cool. up and out now
0: <laughs> it's funny I- i'm laughing a little bit because like this is a- one of those things that came up last week um <laughs> i think it was eddie pinar of um uh what's the name of the company well whatever um th- he basically mentioned that they they released their like they released a demo of their um th- of their platform that you can just use and not like have to sign in and create an account and Chain was like hey our ui is super nice and we should probably do this as well and i'm like yeah, we should probably do this. It's a good idea, but is it worth the effort? And should we do this right now? Mm-hmm. Um, and so far, my answer is no, probably not. But then again, what if? Like, what if this is the one the, the missing piece that stops everyone from from signing up? Mm. Well, probably it's unlikely. But your um, trial trials, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so. I think it's a good idea uh if you can make it work with low effort. Uh, the only thing that I I'd be worried about is maintaining it over time mm-hmm. because right you're essentially maintaining two products in a way. Mm-hmm. Like for every new thing you build you also have to consider how it's this looking in the demo.
1: Yeah, I mean I th- of what I I liked your you know your suggestion of just you know flagging everything behind a Behind a environment variable, and so i I don't know definitely am simplifying it, but I do feel like each new thing that I add just be well is can can which environments can do this, and if demo can't, then you know uh flag it out and boom, all good, as opposed to you know maintaining entirely separate repos, keeping them in sync,
0: yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, that, that's like the, the extreme variant of that. But like, even if you keep everything in one application, like if you add a new feature, you have to think about how does the demo sample data look for this and yeah, yes, what are the permissions yeah. like and do I have to step out anything that, Get sent out via email or stuff yeah, like that yeah. it's just like the, the one one more thing to one more thing to think about
1: <laughs> yeah
0: the, the emailing part of it is what feels like oh god how will i yeah so um i mean totally. y- y- lucky thing with with heroku is you just don't connect an email like an yeah, email right. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it will you can try all day you, you can try to send anything but yeah. it will, will not send yeah okay well uh
1: that's it for that's it for me it's good catching up
0: yeah was well, good catching up um see you later today at uh, microconf for i guess Absolutely. right on okay see you later man see you bye